was going to just hold that note for do a long it, time, but I thought I'm just not going to bother. <laughs> Boys and girls, this is Franchise Buys Games, your weekly game news podcast, the second best gaming news podcast on the planet at this point, uncontested. That right there is Mr. Nice Guy Johnny. Oh, c'est un diable glissant, mon ami. <laughs> I still got you. I still got you. Oh, I, fucking, I, I knew, knew it was going to be I French. knew it was coming. Do you know what the bit that got us was? The ho-ho-ho <laughs> right at the start. That's what got us. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for the honey hoes. Honey ho. That is nice guy Johnny. <laughs> He's a, a slippery devil. He's a slippery devil. And I am titular protagonist, old franchise, the youngest man in the room. Um... Let's, Johnny, let's not fucking stand on ceremony here. We'll just kick off this bloody podcast the same way we kick off every single week. By announcing that we are drunk. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have a problem. I want to make that absolutely clear. No, this this is... this is The only problem is, I can't get enough drink. This is, That's pro- from, this is professional drunk. This is professional drunk. This is yeah. like... This is gentleman in the 50s drunk. This is mm. whiskey old fashions. It's superb as well. Oh, I really need this. Do you know what it is? After several ever, uh, several Elvarus, <laughs> I am too drunk. I can already see the fucking way this show's going to go. And game face. <laughs> Here we go. Johnny, let's kick off this week's episode of the second best gaming podcast on the planet as such uncontested. With a little bit of a, what are you playing? Not as much as I really wanted to. I've got a fucking That's hefty week this week, mate. Like, good, good. Unbelievable, unbelievable amount of gaming I've been doing this week. I mean, I've had a roller coaster of a week, which we will get into mm-hmm. offline about this. It's not the subject for this um, podcast. Okay. Um, but it's been up and down. It's ending on and up, I believe. It's been up and down like a horse draws. Bloody hell! Fucking hell. Right. So, the only thing I've really been diving into, and I've really gone into it, was Flight Sim again. Right. I've tried, I... I've tried to peel apart the layers yeah, yeah. of said sim. <clears throat> I'll, uh, we'll, let's let's talk about this, because I've downloaded Flight Sim as well. After your discussion last week, and we said, look, we might as well fucking do it, the Xbox Series X is downstairs. Mm-hmm. I, I downloaded it. You, I mean, you were here. Mm-hmm. And we, I played a lot of flights in with you there as my co-pilot. It, it's alluring and quite, you know, there's something just that pulls you in and keeps you there. The, do you know what it is? I, and I can't for the fucking life of me figure out why we sat and spent like four or five hours did on though. that game. Did. But we did. Even, but we did. E- even Liam, you know. Somebody, yeah, Liam. Not even near casual. Nah. <laughs> nah. Filthy casuals look like hardcore gamers to him. And... We sat and played Flight Sim. And he, even he was, even if his words said one thing, he was definitely hooked. It was it was the point where I was like, do you want do you want to go? Do you want to try and fly this plane? And it was the absolute lame response of, nah, fuck that. Fuck that. Absolute shite. And then a second later, he was like, hang on a minute, is that, I live over there. Fly over there. Fly over that way. And then it was, because we were just cruising around our city, God's country, mm-hmm. Sunderland. In the northeast of England, the jewel of northeast England, <laughs> Sunderland, particularly no, at that altitude. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we were flying around Sunderland, and we were like, "Right, let's find where we grew up." Because, as I said before, there's a no clip documentary on YouTube. Uh, if anybody hasn't already taken my advice and watched this, please, if you do nothing else, 
subscribe to Noclip on YouTube. We've got some amazing gaming documentaries. There's a one on Flight Sim, and there's that heart-wrenching moment where Danny O'Dwyer is doing the narration for it about Flight Sim, and the first place people go mm -hmm. when they get their hands on Flight Sim is home. home. And that literally, that is the first place I went. And because I was flying towards home, and Liam, obviously we grew up in the same fucking street pretty much, it caught him, it captured you, it captured me, and we're flying over Sunderland looking for these landmarks, trying to get home. And that was just within the first... The, the, the magical thing about, about it was we were looking, obviously, for the home, mm -hmm. the house in particular. Now, okay. the houses aren't going to look like the houses no. because of the details involved. Yeah. However, you think, oh, one or two landmarks will get us there. So, like, Pinch your Monument, for example. Yeah. Even though it's not Pinch your, Mon Pinch your Monument in the game. Sort it out. Sort it out, mate. Pictures. Sort it out. However, it was the other landmarks that turned up, like Fable Tit Hill. Mm. You know, Frog Island. The Sand Hills. Tit like, Hill and Frog Island. And you suddenly like... AKA the, the new there. The Newtie. The Newtie. And like, they're there. And then you're like, oh fuck, this is where we are. <laughs> that That's home. There's home. Screenshot button instantly. So I grabbed the screenshot, flying over. And yeah, it doesn't look like me mum and dad's house. Because <laughs> it's like you say, it's stock images of what a house Houses, looks like. Yeah. But the landmarks are there. And the layout's there. The street looks the same, but the houses look different. Mm. It's like if your auntie put a like if your uncle put a dress on and a wig, like he'd look like your auntie. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean that hasn't happened in a while. I mean you flooded back memories for me. <laughs> I'd really thought I'd, I'd repressed. Where's my old fashioned? Get the whiskey in. Yeah no, but like it was such a fucking like, like I can see the allure, right? Once you really get into it, because when you take off, there's milestones. You hit these milestones. <clears throat> Be at this altitude by this point. Yeah. Now, bear right, there's your next milestone. Be at this altitude for that point. And it is the way planes work. And you've got... <laughs> well, that's how flying works. <laughs> that... Aviation, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> there's the title for this week's episode. Aviation, bitches. The... um. So that's that's how flying works, I believe. I've never done it outside of Flight Sim oh, we, 2020. We can all do it now. It's like but now we, I'm, we've, we've, I'm a qualified flight pilot. Flight Sim, we know what we're doing. Football manager here, Wigan Manchester. Oh, God. <laughs> but I'll get Gateshead FC to the Champions League. <laughs> Fucking too right. No, but um, the, 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 uh, like, the level of depth and simminess, you can pick that game up and play it with minimal effort. Mm-hmm. Press A to speed up, pull back on the stick, you're away. Yeah. Minimal effort and uh -huh. you're flying. Yeah. If you really want to get into it, you've got flaps and you've got... Um, trim. Trim. And then when you go into the fucking cockpit view, there's... All the instruments. <laughs> a billion buttons that all do something that you would you don't have to technically touch do, yeah. to fly, but they are there should you want to use them. So the level of sim available to people on this game is nothing short of outstanding. But the, uh, Overwhelming, the, almost. Overwhelming and outstanding that it lets you do it, but also the fact that you can pick it up and play with a control pad mm -hmm. with the bare minimum and still get some enjoyment from it mm -hmm. and not feel like completely simmed out, Yeah, which is quite outstanding, really. It's an achievement. Like, I, now, I don't know. It would be interesting to ask the purists of this to th if they think it's diluted the game down yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah. But... 
So on the trim thing, because this was something that you and I both struggled with. On couldn't on figure the, it out for fucking love and the, money. There is an auto trim from the, in an AI setting which you can just switch on, which completely just that changes the game altogether. So the thing I couldn't quite get my head around was that I'd started to gain speed and altitude, and then when I wanted to just like level out, when I wanted to level out and cruise, could I fuck? And it was just constantly like if I'd left it alone, it would be like. To the moon, boys. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Stall. 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 Landing gear. Stall. Stall. Pull up. At first I was like, this soundtrack's shit. Like, this music is shit. It's just saying the same word over and over again. And it's because I was literally vertically climbing in a fucking Cessna. Landing gear for runway one. But I found out if you go in cockpit view, there's master alarms that you can just turn off. Turn them off. There you go. Again, that's all it is. Like well, that, that, is that level of sin, where in the cockpit, that shit's there. But on the surface, it ain't. But still, you are flying a plane. So, then so, there's the, the lovely bit of drop into this these, like, what you would call, like, I don't know, famous landmarks yeah, and shit yeah, like yeah. that. Like, you know, like, almost like Wonders of the World locations. Yeah. Things like that. Pyramids of Giza. Uh, Christ the Redeemer. Everest. French the Redeemer. <laughs> Like, all these, like, world-famous things, all there, beautif- beautifully rendered, and just, you can fly around them. And I said to you, I knew that the pyramids, every angle, every photograph of the pyramids <laughs> is taken from one point, right? So you never see what's behind that photograph. And that's because what's behind that photograph is a KFC. <laughs> and you don't realise until you're flying over these pyramids, you're like, fuck me. There is a main road very close to these pyramids. Like, people have encroached very close onto these most hallowed grounds. Yeah. This alien technology that we don't yet understand. <laughs> that we don't yet un- fully Where do you understand. Where cars came from and the planes <laughs> we're flying? <laughs> this technology we don't yet understand is right there next to a KFC. But no... Um... That's where do you think KFC came from? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, fucking an, an achievement. An absolute achievement. To get to the... To the point where it is the most deep sim I have seen, yet so pick-up and playable Accessible. that an yeah. actual less-than-filthy casual picked that controller up and landed a waterplane, <laughs> like him off fucking Rescue Rangers, landed a waterplane in um, Central Park. Yeah, I did actually. Landed a plane. Highly illegal. Landed a plane in Central Park. That's the on the lake in Central Park, mm. and he literally plays what Battlefield. That's it. That's all he ever played. And COD, well, mm. Warzone. Played Warzone, and then that's it. But I flight sim an achievement. Uh, glad I tried it. I wanted to try it out. I'm glad I tried it. So I, I jumped in. So I finished a lot of the tutorials. Okay. So I started doing the kind of navigation ones where it's all about kind of <clears throat> choosing your heading. And it's all about navigating from, not just following like a GPS blindly. Mm-hmm. It's kind of you come up from the runway, and then do a circle pattern, and then position yourself on top of the airport, knowing right. which heading you're going. So right, I've started at the airport. You know, after not just after the takeoff, you've positioned yourself. So now I'm I'm now at a either on a the right heading, and the airport's below me, mm-hmm. and it's like you are heading to whatever, like. Destination. Five minutes due north. Yeah, yeah. You expect to see a golf course or something, and it's teaching you landmarks. 
Right. So it's all about, you know, if instruments fail or anything, you, you know, <laughs> it's actually, you know, the whole point of you know how to navigate something before you kind of... Die. You remember how to read a map before you'll go and do your orienteering in the woods one? <laughs> yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> nah, I'll be fine. I got my phone. <laughs> <clears throat> so I was doing that. So then the last thing I tried to do, and this is where it's going to get a little bit negative, is I did a charter flight from Heathrow to, sorry, from Newcastle to Heathrow. Right. right in a beautiful Cessna Citation jet, which I bought <laughs> cash. <laughs> yeah. And got all the way there, did me landing pat, holding pattern, landing pattern, came all the way in, flaps down, hard crash. Hard crash? Hard crash. 45 minutes of flying. You know. A hard crash. You mean hard crash? You physically hard crashed? No, the Xbox The hard Xbox crashed. hard crashed. See, that's I the kind of bugs. Like, I'd, I'd, I'd done all that just to, to I, all I want to do is stick the landing. Yeah. Because to be honest, the takeoff and the landing are the main things. Yeah. Nah. Um, I, I felt similar. I didn't get the hard crash. Obviously, I haven't had a crash on us, but the um, <laughs> I was flying. A, I don't know what kind of fucking plane it was, but I hadn't done any of the tutorials <laughs> for landing, and I, I oh, found that, it was a seven four seven, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sure. I found the runway, and I was like, right, I'm gonna park on this runway. Just the one in nighttime. No, no, no. This was the first one when it was oh, daytime. Yes, yes. Little plane. And I was like, I found the runway, I'm going to land on this. And then you and Liam were like, you are far too high to land. So I thought, well, let's just get some altitude off by nose diving <laughs> violently into the floor and then pulling up at the last minute, like some sort of uh, what you would see in a film where you think the plane's going to crash, but all of a sudden, last possible minute, belly <laughs> grazes the floor and pulls back up. Fuck physics. Cause, because fuck physics. And I managed to pull it off. You did, actually. I yeah. pulled off the nose dive into the ground, pull up at the last minute, and then as I went to land it, I was like, no sweat, absolutely no sweat. Um, you told us at the last second, you were like, you haven't got your landing gear down. <laughs> so then in a mad panic to put my landing gear on, I just flipped the plane, somersaulted it, and it landed on, <laughs> upside down on the runway. Nobody died. No. That plane was on the runway. I'm taking that as a job well done. <laughs> so nobody souls on board. Nobody died. The seven five seven Dreamliner. A lot of people died. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you did choose a night flight for the first ever one. I chose like, a night flight. I got my wings ten oh. minutes ago. <laughs> I chose a night flight from London Heathrow to Newcastle, uh-huh. uh, which is our local airport. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking piece of piss, I've flown into Newcastle every year of my life. <laughs> Forever, I'll be able to do this. No bother. It was pitch black. It was pitch black because we put live weather on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, most of my screen was blackness. Was black. I couldn't even see me fucking dreamliner. It was that fucking it was black. Just two lights flashing at the side. Like people talk about HDR ten, and that is HDR ten, my friends. At night time, I could not see a fucking dreamliner, and then I ended up crashing that fucker. Into the motorway. <laughs> I landed. That, the instruments there. I landed that on the A one. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Never oh. mind. Never mind. Good game though. Good game. Yes. Uh, not. It's not even a game. Great experience. Experience. It is an experience. It's right. almost meditative. Yeah. Once you get up there. It won't stay though because it's too big for the file. It's so too big for the consoles. Yeah. It's too big. It's too big. I won't, you... I won't play it enough to. I, that will not get the the use 
to warrant taking up a hundred and odd gig of my hard drive. However, glad I tried it. I'm ex- I'm really keen to see what the numbers play of how many Xbox users downloaded it and kept it downloaded for so long. I'm really I'm really interested to see if it translated to console. Yeah. Because like, to be fair, I think Microsoft have took a bit of a gamble. Aye. It, and they've, they've obviously because it's been out on PC for a while, they've had to do some development Flight costs Sims, for it. Flight Sim's always been a fucking PC game, always. So it'd be interesting to to see how well it translated. If it to did. console. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we'd have to look hard to find that, but we'll do it off air. Mm-hmm. We'll, and we'll report on that next week, maybe. Maybe give it a month. But Give it a month, I See what... Maybe... MPD. MPD will be good enough. Well, will it? Because it's Game Pass. I don't know if Game Pass numbers are classed in MPD. On downloads. I don't know. We'll look at that off air. Have you played anything else before I get into the fucking barrage of games I've hammered this week? Only Fortnite for the, the Only for Fortnite. The, for the um for the therapy that it gives me. Yeah. Gives us. So uh how are you feeling about um the Street Fighter characters coming back in? Guile and Kami coming to Fortnite? Um, they're not the characters I would have picked. Agreed. However, I think there is Ryu's already there. Ryu's already there. Chun Li's already there. Yes. Or so been there anyway. Been there. Yeah. So if you've if you've had the opportunity to buy Ryu and Chun Li already, then you can potentially add to your Street Fighter roster. Guile for me is, uh, sort of um, a key character in Street Fighter lore. I would go. Guile, not in this order, but Guile will be one of them. Mm-hmm. Chun Li, mm-hmm. Ryu and Ken, mm-hmm. Dalsim, M Bison, Vega, Sagat. You see, Blanca. Blanca, yeah, Blanca. Blanca's ahead of Guile in my opinion. Yeah. You got no Ryu, Ken, Chun Li, Blanca. That, they're that's my top they're, they're Bison are, as the enemy. They're yeah, my, they're my thing. That's your key Street Fighter contingent. Yes, because I mean, Kami, Kami didn't come in until Street Fighter Three. Yeah, yeah, it was after that. So I, I, not the character Guile. Yes, Kami, possibly not. But then again, if you want to have a female skin, which other female skin is synonymous with Street Fighter? Well, yeah, the, the, there isn't a lot to pick from, actually. There isn't. And that was I think that was a sign of the times, if uh-huh. I'm honest. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, Street Fighter was born in an era where action movies would... Females in action movies were there to just get rescued or fucked. <laughs> like, that's an era that Street Fighter was born in. Yeah. So to see Chun-Li being an absolute iconic character from that era. And then, again, Kami. Yes, I know Kami. She she is Street Fighter famous, but she weren't there in Street Fighter one or two when the icons were born. No. So I don't know if I would have went like, if you 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 need to sort of you know you want equality here. We need to put the you need to as a duo though. Yeah. They're a partnership. Yeah, they are. Yeah, there's there's definitely uh, law that ties them together there, and that works like Ryu and Ken. Do you know what I mean? It ties them together. So are you uh, are you feeling like you're potentially gonna be getting on in on either of those skins? Kami maybe. Kami because maybe. Because like no, the, we're looking at an article here that's in guy looks weird. Guy's head looks if, bizarre. If go, like. Great. 
I'm sure that's Jamie Dornan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't see anything else now except Mr. Grey. Now I will. So, yeah, you've ruined that for me. Yep. You have ruined Guile. <laughs> you have ruined Guile for me. And the top of his head looks like a microscope looking at a chase string. <laughs> I can't. Do you know uh, what? Not a military regulation haircut. That is not. That is. It's taken me that long to notice. So, so there you go. Guile, Guile and Cammy coming to Fortnite. See, he, the other thing about like, I maybe Fortnite was always like this. Yeah. So put me in my place if if I'm wrong, but it feels like the I know the store and the lot is always on rotation, mm-hmm. right? So sometimes you get stuff and sometimes things will come back, but. I felt that there was this in the past there was a bit more of a theme of what would come around. Now it just seems to be a bit more potluck, like like Deadshot, not Bloodsport. Sorry, um, Bloodsport dropped the other day. Yeah. Obviously linking heavily with Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. But then for you've got Street Fighters, Street Fighter as well, yeah. and it's kind of like t- there's so many different themes at the same time. It loses its kind of no, no, hundred um, percent. What I will say is. What you've experienced as thematic store uh, skin packs, yeah. essentially, is quite new to Fortnite. Haven't played right, Fortnite since day one. That is quite new, uh, and I think to be honest, that started with Marvel when Marvel did the crossover, and we were right. getting brand new Marvel characters like every other week. There was a brand new Marvel skin, DC. Like Aquaman and fucking all of them, all of them came in uh, when it. I mean, I don't even think it was Suicide. It wasn't um, Justice League. It was, it was an, it was a DC event headed by Aquaman. Mm-hmm. But before that, it was like hit and miss. It was like John Wick's Wait, available. Well, that that's what I'm thinking. I mean, the way they go go for it is that. No. The problem is they pride the, themselves on having new content yeah. constantly. The problem is they tied in skins thematically to a season and that that has changed the game for them uh-huh. so when people came in at that season like yourself uh-huh. you came in at primal so you saw the hunter element of it mm-hmm. and which I saw was you playing all the bounty hunter stuff you saw me before. playing the season before which was the bounty hunter <clears> one which came in with every, like a lot of famous bounty hunter characters like the mandalorian for example mm-hmm. they put a lot of originals in there but then as that season went on they were like we're going to drop other famous people who we are going to consider bounty hunters like fucking Pre- AVP, Aliens, Predator, Master Chief, Kratos. All these people came in thematically under the guise of coming to this Fortnite world to help save it. We're pulling you in because you are an icon in your world and we're pulling you in to save it. And that it became thematically and part of the season. I can buy into that because it got me buying skins. Yeah. It worked. 100%. 100% it worked. I bought every single one. <laughs> Whereas, you know... Now it's a little bit more scattergun, and to be honest, when Bloodsport came up, I thought Bloodsport looked cool, and I bought Blade beforehand. Yeah, but it, it, it's it's lost a bit of its thematic thing. It but has, if, but if that was it the has. norm, like I said, then fair enough. It was the norm, uh, and I think going back to it is bad. I think Bloodsport came in with the Suicide Squad tie-in with no fanfare, no, no uh, little video to announce that he'd arrived. He just, like Snake Eyes, Snake Eyes turned up to for the new G.I. Joe Snake Eyes movie, just turned up. But Nothing. Snake Eyes had been there before. Like, Snake Eyes had been in before, yeah. But he just yeah, came, yeah. he turned up again because Snake Eyes is coming out. And then 
we've got Superman coming soon and Superman's going to get all the fucking hype mm-hmm. but no hype for Bloodsport who's who is the lead what well I don't know if he, I don't, arguably the lead character in the new Suicide Squad film nothing he's just there yeah it was just why was there not a selection of Suicide Squad that, skins that's what, like, like, why did they why did they not have a video of the Suicide Squad turning up into Fortnite Harley Quinn skin already exists that work's done You've got blood sport. People would absolutely snap your hand off for a fucking King Shark skin. This you know was the thing. It, it felt like it just a little bit of a... On a whim. Yeah. A little bit. Now, we can, we, we can piss all over Warzone for not getting on the bandwagon a bit. Mm-hmm. We're, we're doing thematic stuff. Yeah, yeah. But there's I can criticise Fortnite the same way of just being haphazard yeah. a little bit, but I, in my opinion. Yeah, let's get some more. Let's get some more tie-ins. Because I still bought the fucking thing. Themat- <laughs> thematically, it worked better when you were when you were tying them in. So let's, let's try and get back to that. Epic, if you're listening, Epic Games, Global Megacorp, Epic Games, if you're listening, get back to your thematic skins. <laughs> um, have you played anything else? Or do you want me to just launch no, into what I've been all playing? I've been played, so, so a couple of new games for me: The Ascent. Yes. Uh, what a fucking game, by the way. When that was announced at that showcase, and we both said that game looks fucking sick, top down, twin stick shooter, shmup, bullet hell, however you want to call it, it is part Diablo, part twin stick, uh, part fucking. Uh, it's RPG light, but it knows it's RPG light, and it just does it incredibly well. So uh, me going in at the systems level is probably not the best way to do it. On appearance, this game is more cyberpunk than cyberpunk. <laughs> this game is the better cyberpunk game. Wow. Which has got a fraction of the fanfare. Uh, the world is fucking stunning. It's it, There's something to be said for a world that feels alive. And the problem with the world that feels alive is there's always been limitations on putting... X number of NPCs in. Yeah. Some people did it very well. Uh, Dead Rising. Mm-hmm. You would get a billion zombies on the screen. Somehow, on the fucking old Xbox, you could get 500 yeah. zombies plus Frank on the screen. Phenomenal. But for a world of feel real, where they're not all enemies, and you ha- actually have a lot of people just milling about... Mm-hmm. Like, this game does it so fucking well. Like, I took a screenshot because I was just standing on this bridge in this cyberpunk fucking world and there's just so many NPCs that you can't even interact with. They're just Just there. They're just part of the world. They're not frozen in place either. They're milling about. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of character models, granted, but still densely populated with NPCs. The world felt alive. Feels alive. Uh, the twin stick shooting is what it is. It's a twin stick shooter. It's tight. It's as tight as I would expect any twin stick shooter to feel. But the the fact that it's this RPG light, it's not gonna. It, it's not hitting you with a million skill trees and a million abilities and a million yeah. this and a million that. And then if you unlock this skill tree, you unlock another six skill trees linked to that skill. None of that. It's a basic skill tree. It shows you everything you can do from the start. So level up and you can get all these. But it does so again, it flawlessly. Flawlessly. The downside of that is uh, that game hard crashed on me twice. 
uh, and there was some pretty significant bugs while I was playing. I was playing with um, powerful young James Campbell, prospect, Sky Panther prospect, powerful young James Campbell. Um, I played with him for three, four hours we put in, just chewing through it. Just a great experience. All bugs aside, a very good experience. That had that Diablo level sort of loot grind as well. Looking for the next, what's the next weapon? What's the next piece of armor? How and then you start to see as you were leveling up, the characters what started looking very much the same. If one finds something, the other finds it as well. But then you start to see as you're finding more weapons. I started running shotguns. He started running assault rifles. I started wearing more gear that was uh, specced out to a particular ability. He started using weapons and wearing gear that was specced to another ability. So the character path started to diverge very clearly. Yeah. And in combat, you could see it was very different. And then these abilities that we were unlocking, they were very different. These like um, almost like uh, cybernetic enhancements, <clears> which <throat> again leaned heavily into the cyberpunk thing. But the fact this game is on Game Pass and it, 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 f- Game Pass again is the winner here. The game is phenomenal. A couple of technical issues, I'd give it that. Hard crashes, some weird shit with like rubber banding for a little bit there. But like, fucking Game Pass, that's just there now. That's mm, just there. Yeah, I need to go on it. What a, and it, to <clears throat> be, don't go into it thinking you're gonna get a really deep RPG. That ain't, that ain't it. You know what? At the moment, you know, when you're talking about accessibility, yeah. this thing, I don't have time for a deep RPG. No, nah, exactly. You know what I mean? This is the one thing about cyberpunk. You know what I mean? I wanted to get in and explore the world, but yeah. fuck, I'm not ready for it. Nah, <laughs> can't commit. Yeah. But this is very, very easy to commit to. It's a pick-up-and-play RPG light twin-stick shooter. There we go. I should be playing it. It's a twin-stick shooter with a couple of ball-ons. Very, very impressed. So the Ascent was very impressive. Um, I jumped back on Apex Legends. I watched you stream on this one. Oh. I streamed Apex Legends. Um, Warzone is dying a slow death right now. It'll never die. Warzone will never die. Warzone has a fervent fan base. I mean, I would will say as a side note, I'd, I'd be scared to go back and play now. I don't think I could go back to Warzone now. Uh, unless there's a huge event comes or a huge new map that I could put... Something that would pull a lot of people back in, maybe I'd go back in then because I wouldn't be up against 100% killers who only play Warzone. You'd have somewhat of a level playing field if you were one of the masses who were drawn back to the game. Yeah. Um, I don't think my skill level would have dropped off that bad because I still play a lot of Fortnite. Well, that, that that's interesting. You know, no, yeah. All the Fortnite I've been playing, would it translate back over? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Because I think this is the thing as well, you know. I think skill level isn't just how technically proficient you are on the controller. I think there's a lot of skill comes from confidence. Yeah. yeah. And I think knowing how you perform in Fortnite, coming off Warzone where you weren't, all respect to you, you weren't... I was, I, I, I was never comfortable. I'd have you, the yeah. old flashes of brilliance yeah and that's saying something but on the team of you liam me willie me and willie were the clear killers yeah. yes like we were a league above yes but we had that confidence that you didn't have mm-hmm. you went to Fortnite and found your feet and became a murderer and gained that confidence where you run in and fight like four people by yourself 
Would that confidence translate back to Warzone? That's that's an interesting little theory there. It is an interesting there. one for be one. I'll not be there. I'll not be there when you. One game. I'll not be there when you try to prove that theory out. Like I'm not going back. Why? I can kill on Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, people in droves are leaving yeah, Warzone now. Even the top, like the top, top streamers. Personalities. Let's say. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna a guy I name check often, Nick Merckx. He is the face of Warzone for me. Uh, the Doc also, arguably up there. But Twitch, the face of Warzone, Nick Merckx, Tim the Tapman, um, YouTube, Z Laner, Dot of Disrespect. These are the guys who are cons- consistently playing Warzone at a high level, and it's all the play. Doc drifted off, started to play Valorant a lot more. Valorant got a boost in popularity with him. Mm-hmm. Nick Mark, Nick Marks, Nick Marks, Nick Marks, like. Nick Marks, like Nick Merks drifted away back to Fortnite, mm-hmm. and from there he was still playing them both. He's now gone to Apex, but as he went to Apex, there was just this weird. It was almost like every streamer slash YouTuber had a conference that people weren't privy <laughs> to and just went, "Fuck up, we're gonna have to ab- <laughs> we're gonna have to abandon this game because the hacking is so bad." I'm starting to hate playing it. Yep. They got to the point I got to months ago. Yep. I started to hate playing Warzone. So they've all fucked off. They've all went to Apex. And the more I was seeing everybody talking about Apex and how good Apex was and how much they were enjoying the new season of Apex, I was like, you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> so I was fucking, I, I updated Apex and then on the last stream I jumped in just for a couple of games. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see if I still had it. Still, and the, the feel of the game is very different. The feel, but the difference between Warzone, Fortnite, and Apex is night and day. Yeah, they're, they're so distinctive, that, which is good. Very good. good. Very good. But uh, Apex was fast, frenetic. It didn't take as long to get me eye back in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've since had f- quite a few games off stream where I've just been playing by myself, and like, I'm really enjoying Apex. Really enjoying Apex. Uh, I like what they've done with the new season. the The thing is. Playing Apex quite heavily at one point because I got up like level 20 odd and then just disappeared. Now I go back in and I'm getting skill based matchmaking with levels like 4 and 5. So I'm getting quite high kill games. And I'm like, fucking hell, I'm good here. But I know for a fact that's just a false sense of security right mm. now. But what I love is they've got like the maps are on rotation now. Fortnite has one island, Warzone had one location plus Rebirth. Like that was a different mode altogether. But Apex has got three different maps and they're on rotation. So you get like 10 goes of that map or an hour of that map and then it rotates out. Yeah. And the next map comes in and the next map comes in and there's three maps. They've put different modes in. Not too dissimilar to when like Destiny ended up chucking in like PvP modes. Like strict, like like a little bit arcadey almost. The deathmatch type modes. They've chucked them in. 3v3s, deathmatches. And it's, it's just different. It's just set itself apart. And I'm I'm pleased that it's starting to eat some of Warzone's fucking dinner. Mm. It's starting to eat its bait now. Do you know what I mean? Apex is in season ten. Apex has come in and started eating Warzone's fucking yeah. pat lunch, and I, I like that because I've got back into it and I'm f- just it's having heavily been involved in Fortnite to feel and to play another battle royale again, which is entirely a different beast. Is is nice. It's refreshing. It's sort of I sat and played it by myself last night. We played Fortnite for a bit. You dropped off. Played a couple of games of Joe's with Princess and Fetterman. She dropped off. 
And then I was like, right, I'm by myself. Fucking, I'm playing Apex. And I had a really good time with it. Really good time. Cool. I mean, I, unfortunately, I deleted it to make room for... Flight Sim. Flight Sim. <laughs> oh, God. Which I, I regret. Because mm. just having it there to jump, be able to jump in. Yeah. And like that was one regret from the stream watching you play. I was like, oh... Oh, he's got a smile on his face here. Oh, oh. This, oh, he's enjoying this. So it was a regret, but you know, I'll be download it. Right. It'll be there. We'll, we'll run duos. We'll run duos. There's duos more than there now. But uh, the other game I played, uh, thanks to Prospect, a uh, friend of the show, the viral Cyrix, I managed to get access to the Back for Blood beta. Uh, being me, being a long term a long term fan of Left 4 Dead, a big I don't big think fan. You've made that clear on podcast. <laughs> Huge fan of Left 4 Dead. Massive love Left 4 Dead. Uh, this is the beta. I am very aware it's the beta. I am very aware that going into it, I was aware there was going to be problems. Uh, the biggest problem I've seen so far is a lot of things clip in the map. There's a lot of clipping. Enemies just half in, half out of the world, uh, killing things in the fall through the wall, and they're just like a weird, stanky leg hanging out, just violently twitching, hanging out of a wall. The trailers made the graphics, and again, I don't know if this is because it's the beta or not, but the trailers made the graphics look a little more polished, polished. than the game. The game almost has a it pains us to say this, but almost a, a Fortnite-y, cartoonish type of vibe. I was possibly expecting a little bit more visceral, visceral stuff, grotesque, yeah. not almost playful. Playful zombies. Was, was Left 4 Dead? Left 4 Dead was quite visceral, was it really. Not? Was it? Well, again, really this, this could think... be the Star Fox paradox all over was. again. Um. Well, I mean, there's a way we can. There's a way we can do this. We'll just go on. We'll go on YouTube and we'll mute it while we're talking. We'll just play one in the background, um, and we'll just go for Left 4 Dead 2. Uh, there it is. It's already there. We'll go for Left 4 Dead 2, right? I'm we're just gonna I'm watch. We're just gonna wrong. watch somebody. I'm happy to be wrong. We're gonna watch somebody do a walkthrough of Left 4 Dead 2, right? We'll we'll make sure it's muted, and we'll just watch that in the background. I think Left 4 Dead was more visceral. Uh, Back for Blood felt. I mean, polished, yet still a little, I don't know, I don't know, a little cartoonish, cartoon-esque, almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, though, it is Left for Dead. Well, yeah. That's what it is. This is a spiritual successor, I get it. So it is, for all intents and purposes, this game is Left for Dead 3. They've added some things with some of these weird um, cards. And you, you get like a deck. And then in that deck of cards, these are buffs for that match. So you'll end up playing... Uh, depending on what buff you put in, everybody will get that buff. So like, for example, I had a buff of... Uh, melee attacks became knife attacks. Mm-hmm. I played that card, so from that point, everybody got knife attacks on the melee. Instead of just a punch or a push or out. So it, I've played probably about an hour of it. Really enjoyed it. I played it by myself. Nobody was online at the time. So I just ran by myself. I got matched with a lot of different players. Uh, these, <laughs> these people 
did not entertain me whatsoever. <laughs> I was slightly intoxicated at the time. I'm not going to lie. So I had that drunk confidence. So I literally entered the game and I was like, hey, what's up, guys? What's going on? <laughs> you know, you just come in hot. Yeah. I came yeah. in hot and then one guy was Spanish and shouted something at us in Spanish and then disappeared. That was off-putting. But then nobody else would I really... Like me slippery devil. Slippery devil. <laughs> nobody would really talk to us at that point. So... <laughs> I think I went in too hot, Johnny. I went in too hot. But all in all... Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> all in all, I was very, very impressed with it. Very impressed with it. It is exactly what I thought it would be. However, possibly a little more cartoonish. So but, why do you think they went back for blood rather than left for dead? Well, right the, it's, not, it's not Valve. Mm. It's not Valve that did it. Valve have the rights to left for dead. Uh, and Turtle Rock, who did Left 4 Dead for Valve, aren't doing Left 4 Dead yeah. for Valve. So they've took their property, Left 4 Dead, which they no longer have the rights to, and just... Slapped a different name on it. Slapped a different name on it. But it, for all intents and purposes, it is Left 4 Dead 3. There is nothing different about it. But very, I mean, I know you also have access to the beta, so mm. I want you to download it, I want you to get it's on It's downloaded. Then I want you to get on. I want to run this uh, co-op and we'll, see if that we'll makes it. Yeah, see if that makes a difference. Um, and I think that's it. I think that's it for what I've been playing. Obviously Fortnite, yeah. But other than that, yeah, that's it. That's it for me. I take it back. It's visceral. Yeah, Left 4 Dead is more visceral. Um, somebody, uh, I'll give him credit. Jacko, Jacko Kov on YouTube has done. Back for Blood versus Left 4 Dead direct comparison on PC. If you wanna, if you wanna check that out yourself on YouTube. But uh, he, it looks like he's ran one game uh, with a particular playstyle, pitted it against the other game with a, an identical playstyle. Ex- for example, AK forty seven gameplay, uh, and then he's matched that up against AR gameplay. What I will say, things that I enjoyed about the the beta so far again graphically very nice Mm -hmm. a little bit I don't know if it's too polished and that's why it's become cartoonish maybe yeah the blood splat the blood splatter is nice Um, that also existed on Left 4 Dead 2 but it's taken to an entirely new level Uh, one thing I didn't like about it and this exists in other games as well is the auto lock on oh it snaps it snaps, and the snap is incredibly generous. And unless you are constantly running around going down the barrel, uh, which I think is the only way that this becomes a skill-based game, if you run around constantly looking down the barrel, because then it doesn't have the opportunity to snap. Right. If you run around pulling uh, the left trigger, yeah, just off and on all the time, it will very generously snap to the next enemy. And should then it becomes have, less of. I would hope. I would hope. Then it becomes less of a skill based game and more of a. Reflex and who's reaction. got a fucking quicker fucking left trigger finger? Uh, very some some really nice effects on the blood as well. I'll give them credit where credit's due. If you are in a horde and you get overwhelmed and you just start fucking leveling people and there's blood spatter everywhere, it kicks your character model <laughs> and all of your weapon skins. Just get caked in blood. 
and it's it, it's it's well they have to look with the blood title I guess black back well I they had to lean in heavy like they had to lean in hard on that but yeah that's I'm I'm gonna play more of the beta I'm well aware it's a beta I will be given feedback as well you get the option to give feedback I would like to give the feedback I think they are too generous with the auto lock on and the snap um I'm not gonna criticize anything like enemies clipping into maps and that this is a fucking beta I'm well aware what it is. Uh, but just for for mm, improvement's mm, sake. I don't know. When's it due out? Not at the back end of the year. I know, still, but it, it, it's fair enough. I mean, you'd think for a beta you want to test the gameplay. Something like, you know, enemies not clipping into a map is a bit bread and butter. Well, that is Should be bread and butter. Yes, aye. But yeah, no, you're if right you're there, learning actually. something for it and you fix it, fair enough. Yeah, no, you're, you're right there. You're right there. Uh, so I that's that's it. That is it for what I've I've been Kudos, playing. Kudos, yeah. Kudos. That's it. Well, I've been on holiday, Anna. I've I, been you've on been on holiday and you still managed to play more games than I have. <laughs> I've been on holiday and I've, I've managed to get a good bit of gaming time you in. You went away as well. So. I did disappear. I've, I've, I've done a little bit of disappearing. But, yeah. Uh, Donny, let's get into the fucking choice cuts, <laughs> sir. Let's get into the choice cuts. This week's gaming news choice cuts. Because we've be just literally talked about... Fucking the hotness for about forty minutes there. We haven't touched a single bit of news. Well, I, th- I think it's been light on it. It's been a light news week, really. A light news cycle. Mm. Like you know, the main item I had you know, was the beta keys of being available for Back for Blood. Yeah, we which we've about. got. Yeah, we've I mean, got. We can head into probably an update of the Activision Blizzard world Jesus, going on. Jesus I Christ! I think it's probably worth talking about that again. Um, so. <laughs> It's not going away. It's not good. It's not going away. Uh, what I will say is, if we pick any any site which we would normally draw uh, information from for for us to report on the hottest gaming news, obviously we don't pick every bit of gaming news. So, but if you go on a a site whose job it is to report this, <laughs> then it's they rely on clicks, so they have to report everything. Let's go to Kotaku UK, and let's just look right. So in a in a period of a couple of days, yeah, in their news feed, these are the articles, right? And this is bear in mind, this is a couple of days. Activision Blizzard's torture apologist executive is now blocking employees on Twitter. Uh, we've also got Blizzard president J. Allen Brack is stepping down amid Activision lawsuit controversy. Activision Blizzard is losing Overwatch sponsors after lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Activision Blizzard workers, leadership isn't actually meeting our demands. Activision Blizzard faces second lawsuit over first lawsuit. Blizzard's top HR guy out following lawsuit and widespread criticism. It's just, it never ends. That's that's a period of, what, three days? I know, but when the spotlight's on you... The yeah, are, they're gonna find more. Stuff. You are the news cycle at you're that gonna point. Get forensically picked apart. Yeah, and there's one thing that you brought up, right? You raised this off air, and you said the one article in all of that, which rightly or wrongly is the one that's gonna make any impact on change, mm-hmm. is the fact that sponsors are now pulling exactly. out. T Mobile is the a huge sponsor for the Overwatch League and Call of Duty League. By the way, T Mobile a huge sponsor for that. And T-Mobile has pulled support for both of those leagues. Two giant leagues in eSports, Overwatch and Call of Duty. 
and T-Mobile's pulled out because of this controversy. Rightly or wrongly, that is the one that's going to make the difference. Yeah, because that, that, that affects the money talks. Money. Cash is king. And we said last week, these people are put in these positions because they are morally bankrupt and they are good with money and numbers. And when your big one of your biggest sponsors pulls out and their cash injection dries up, then, then they start to fucking take notice. Yeah, but the, but the, they take notice for the sponsors pulled out. We've lost revenue. We've yeah. Lost money. Not why? Not the root cause of it. Yeah. Unfortunately, and yeah. he, he's just a weird tidbit of it, right? The CEO of Blizzard, mm-hmm. Bobby Kotick. Kotick, right? We're talking about CEO of Activision. Activision, sorry. I'll hope the whole. Well, die. Anyway, CEO. Yeah. Right. Bobby Kotick, CEO. Not actor. Right? Yeah. And I knew, and I, I, this was racking my brains for about four days and I had to go on IMDb and find out because I recently watched Moneyball. Moneyball? That baseball game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brad Pitt. Yeah, Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah. Basically, basically about choosing players for statistics and yeah. that kind of thing, right? And it's all about the Oakland Athletics, right? And there's a, you know, a character in there who's the owner, sorry, the owner of the Oakland Athletics. Yeah, yeah. And the actor playing him Looked very similar to Bobby Kotick. Because it is him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Exactly. And it's right, here's the thing, right? You want to get it, like, how does that happen? Right? I now, don't is, know. Is, is this his ego thinking, I want to be in a Hollywood film? Yeah. Had he bankrolled some of it? Is he producing it or something like that? Or was it like the casting executives going, we need someone who has that owner mentality? Yeah. It's a big, like, Act yourself. Yeah, yeah. But in my mind, it was just it was just weird to like you know that that's the see an actual CEO in a film, and I, and I don't know if it's a vanity thing or not. Who but knows? Like, Who given, knows? Given all this thing of you no know, things coming out and how he hasn't stepped up to the leader plate. Yeah. Does that say something about character? You know, I'm really reading into it, the things here, but I just it's just odd. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get you. I get. You. I had no idea he was even in that. It's, so. it's, a, it's a weird segue. And I, I, I admit, but yeah, you know when. Yeah. Fuck. I think. Um. I think we'll just park that one for now. Again, I expect another twenty-seven articles by the time we record next week. Uh. In to the, surmise. The, the discussion needs to continue. To surmise, Activision Blizzard, whoever is responsible for fostering such an environment, is a turbo cunt, Bobby Kotick. It's a turbo cunt. Book stops at the top. Book stops with right. him. He might get him out. Turbo cunt himself. Get him out of the game. He's presided over. Yeah. Turbo cuntness. Turbo cuntness. What else we got on the docket, nice guy Johnny? The docket. What has been delayed today? Are we having a little game of what has been delayed today? Yep, I got two things for you. There's probably mm-hmm. more. Um, but Evil Dead been delayed till February 2022. I'm uh, I'm really disappointed about that. I'm really disappointed about that. Evil Dead was one of the uh, a small handful of games that really captured my um, attention mm-hmm. uh, during that showcase, and I'm I'm actually devastated about that. Yeah. And I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of that kind of game for. For for who I am in my life, a young professional who I spend 
a decent chunk of my free time either streaming or podcasting at this point. So I don't have a lot of time for gaming. So when I do game, if I'm not playing stuff I play on stream anyway, pick up and play games that I have enjoyed immensely are the likes of Dead by Daylight, are the likes of uh, Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. Predator Hunting Grounds, even though nobody else liked that apart from me. Pick up and play asymmetric multiplayer games with no rhyme nor reason as to why you're doing it. You just... Four of you versus one of them. They're OP. You're not. Yeah. They've got to kill you. You've got to escape. If you get that balance right, perfect. Dead by Daylight nailed that balance. Yeah. And the Evil Dead game that's coming looked to be very much in that vein. Yeah. And, and it looked good. It looked very, it looked very good. Very it looked good. very good. So I'm disappointed by that delay. Um, the other, another little one, um, New World. New, Amazon's. Been, you know, Amazon's uh, even though it's in live. I think it's stopped now. I think Sorry. the beta, the that that tests ended. Well, they've they've data mined enough for that, so Amazon know how to do some other things. Yeah, <laughs> probably put Man on the Moon again. <laughs> Pretty Mars. much. Um, Pretty but much. that's been delayed till September. So just that's by not a big delay. It's not, but it's just again just Amazon kind of eating yeah, yeah. It out. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I'm, this is the one where Amazon's. Like, this is the only bullet Amazon has left in the gun at this point. True. And fortunately for them, it looks to be it looks to be a bit of a killer. Because the results of the, the beta from the New World... Um, well, the, the New World beta. Uh, the results of that are overwhelmingly positive. Mm-hmm. A lot of people had a great time with that game. So, I'm not an MMO player. We've had this discussion. I ain't got time for MMOs anymore. But uh, if I did... That would be great news to me. It would be uh, bloody lovely news to me. That so good on good on Amazon. Finally, fucking looks like they might have finally nailed one. Well, they only got one left. <laughs> like I say, it's the last one. So fucking fuck, <laughs> GGs. Any other delays you want to touch on? Well, you've pulled one up right now, which I don't yeah. think is official. I think it's reportedly. It's reportedly it makes sense to be fair. Yeah. So. Uh, Allegedly, there's going to be a September event from PlayStation that will officially confirm Horizon Forbidden West has been delayed into 2022. Uh, so, not official, reported at this point. Um, we'll have to wait and see. I don't know if these leaks are to be believed. However, the people I've seen reporting it, i.e. Jeff Grubb being the the, the main one from uh, Venture Beat. I've big fan of Jeff and his work uh, and obviously Bloomberg like <laughs> Bloomberg isn't your fucking the union it's not Huff Post no, do you know what I mean no. so allegedly at this point we will say allegedly uh, Horizon Zero uh, Horizon Forbidden West is the latest casualty of COVID and being pushed back into 2022 alongside other such titles like Oh, I don't know. The one I said was always going to be 2022. God of War 2. Uh, what else we got? Gotham Knights. That got pushed. The Harry Potter game. That got pushed. The The question falls again, nice guy Johnny, at this point for a studio with a fan base that fucking r- banged on so hard about how many games they had. How many games the PlayStation have now? <laughs> How many games are PlayStation releasing this year? Exclusive? Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Um, 
Deathloop. Deathloop? Timed exclusive. Did I say Ratchet and Clank? Yeah. Ratchet and Clank. On, on Ratchet and Clank. When did Returnal launch? Did Returnal launch last year or this year? This year. So they've had Returnal and Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Demon Souls dropped as a launch title. Yeah. So that's out. This year, two games. Mm-hmm. Two games. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. If I've if I've missed one, if I've missed a screaming PlayStation exclusive, please let us know. I think so. But I don't think I have. So... Hey. While Xbox is putting out games like The Ascent every month, uh, granted, not AAA. No. I will. I'll, I'll, I'll. Fair is fair. Xbox are putting out games every month, a lot of games. However, not a lot of these games are AAA. But they have a roadmap. But they have a roadmap. Halo. We have a roadmap to Halo right now. <laughs> the Halo Tech Test is. Uh-huh. There's a lot of people saying a lot of good things about that. I'm getting very excited, but. You, we're still we're still in this world where even though it's not triple A, Xbox has games. Xbox has games. PlayStation does not, not right now. It is quite scary considering like it's it'll come up to a year when the PlayStation came out, the consoles came out. Yeah. And what has really been released? What what was supposed to be released? Mm-hmm. And what has? It goes back to probably 10 episodes ago where we touched on, and again, I can't for the fucking life of us remember who who it was that had uh, they'd been on a podcast or they'd done an interview and they'd came out and just said, look, if you are expecting any game mm-hmm. yeah. that you've been waiting for to release in 2021 to actually release in 2021, it will not and I don't know if it's a, was it a Reggie Fiamir interview? I wanted that rings a bell. It might have been Reggie, but that is the impact of COVID. People working from home, people not working, all this time lost on development and polish and QA gone. And that's why all these games that if they weren't if they hadn't hit a particular milestone by the end of twenty twenty one, sorry, twenty twenty, they weren't coming out in twenty twenty one. And that's why we see games like the fucking the Harry Potter one that everyone was fucking psyched for. I mean, I'm not a big Harry Potter fan, but like, I understand its impact and its cultural importance. Uh, so and now that's a huge game. God of War two that was never coming. Gotham Knights, fucking I don't know. The thing is, that you firstly look at this and you go, ah, it sucks for PlayStation Five, and then you think, oh well, they they haven't got as many in the ecosystem as they want. I'll grant it a lot. Ten, 10 mil. Million. Ten million. How many could they have got in if they'd managed to get the production going? Then you think of it and go, hang on, all those PlayStation games we're talking about are going to be available on PlayStation 4. Yeah. So then it makes you think, hang on, the people who have actually got PlayStation 4s are still in the same drought as us. Yeah. Having no PlayStation exclusive titles being released. Yeah. 100%. In fact, they don't even have Ratchet yet, do they? No, that's a PS5 exclusive. So... PS4, considering this is for the players. Yeah. And, and Air, the, Air generations. <laughs> they haven't for this. You know. Nah. So uh, actually, for a play, from play, why would you have a PlayStation Four for now? For, there's nothing new coming for that either. So games in general. If you want, but if you want new content. Xbox. If you want new exclusive content. Yes. Yeah. New exclusive content. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but I mean we say there's nothing coming out 
a segue straight into another article on the choice cuts here. Nothing coming out apart from director's cuts <laughs> of existing PS4 games, one of which being Ghost of Tsushima, which in September is adding a competitive horde mode to its Legends mode. Um, you, you're waiting for the Ghost of Tsushima director's cut. Yes, yes I am. This Legends, the multiplayer mode in Ghost of Tsushima, went woefully underplayed for me. I played it uh, a few times. I played it on stream at one point. It was more Ghost of Tsushima and it was multiplayer, which worked so fucking well, by the way. So we're getting a competitive horde mode coming to that. Uh, I like I like the roadmap for this. I like it. <coughs> I do. I do. Given... Given that sucker punch, you know what I mean? They didn't highlight in their roadmap for this game that there would be so many add-ons to their multiplayer component. To see that they're still a year on leaning on... I don't want to say innovation because horde mode is not innovation. Do you know what I mean? It's it, But it is a mode that works. It's a mode that people enjoy. Um, I just want to pull up. I'll put. I'll. There's a. There's an article on Kotaku here, so I'm just going to read directly from that article. Uh, on September third, Legends will receive a competitive mode called Rivals, rather than rather than a traditional battle in which you'd straight up fight your human opponents. Rivals sees two teams face off via indirect means. Um, I'm going to cut that bit out because that's just fucking editorialising. As you defeat waves of enemies, you'll gain. An in-game currency called a Mama Magatama. Magatama. <laughs> you then burn that to afflict the opposing team with various debuffs. So it's horde. It's a sort of a deathmatch horde. Do you know what this is? This is Tetris ninety nine. It is. This is. <laughs> it is. This is you getting a Tetris. Which for anybody who isn't aware what a Tetris is, that's when you complete four lines at once. Knowledge bombs, mm-hmm. knowledge mind wallop. <laughs> the uh, when you complete a, a, a Tetris in Tetris ninety nine, you then send those four lines to another player. This looks like the more you kill and the more you earn, you then use that to chuck debuffs at okay. the other team while they're chucking them at you, and to add horde. And put it as a competitive mode. That is innovation. Mm-hmm. That not true innovation. It's innovation on a theme. Yeah. But it's not but something it, that I recall anybody no, doing no, this far. It's an far. expansion of like you know we'll do a horde mode, but then we'll make it competitive against another team. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. No, it it, it, it it's interesting actually. It's, so uh, I hey, fucking, if I wasn't already gonna spend money on <laughs> the game I've already bought to upgrade that. <laughs> to the fucking PS5 director's cut. That's the thing to do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What else we got? Out on out? Um, I had something on... So, Focus Home Interactive yeah. is buying or has bought, bought uh, Street to Rage 4 publisher Dotemo. Mm-hmm. Dotemo? Am I getting that right? I don't know. I've never I've never met them. So, um, they've bought Street to Rage publisher Dotemo for 32, £33 million pounds. Um, what the fuck did they do other than Street of Rage 4? Uh, well, no, Street of Rage 4 was gorgeous, by the way. Like, what is it, 30, 30 staff? 
you know, generally making retro games. Yeah, yeah. And things like that. Um, is it Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Is that? Are they doing the new? I was going to say, are they doing the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on, game? Or focuses. Anyway, well, they'll be putting them on it. The, That's the, a yeah, guarantee. Here's the here's the thing. We know, we're talking about you know that games coming to Game Pass and other things that are not triple triple A. Right? Yeah. The cost of making a triple A game now seem I think go up because of what the expectations of a triple A game are. Yes. Agreed. However, I think both of you and I can attest to some of the best playing and most accessible games to drop in and out of are double A titles. Yeah. Which make money mm-hmm. because the probably development costs are lower. Yeah. And the returns on investment are higher. Yeah. So the, I think we're going to see a lot more double A game development, particularly with all these delays. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to accelerate the pipeline to, to fill the gap. The problem is, right, and I think this is uh, this is just me. Feel free to uh, mm-hmm. d- step in here, but I think the problem with a double A is when you have nothing else in the bag and you try and market that as a triple A. Yes. Like State of Decay Two. Yes. So State of Decay Two was the Hail Mary in a very blank slate for Xbox, and it got it got an ad campaign that, frankly. And this has come from somebody who really fucking likes State of Decay. <laughs> yeah. And really fucking likes State of Decay too. It had an ad campaign that was not worthy of what that game was. <laughs> I was going to see movies and I was getting fucking trailers at the beginning of movies for State of Decay 2, which was a double A game at best. Uh, I fully understand why you would have God of War or Halo advertised before you watch a film. Like a blockbuster fucking Marvel film, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I fully understand why you would have the triple A or whatever the fuck this quadruple A that Xbox is what, now working what, on. What what is the definition? What is the what is the cutoff from a double A to a triple A? I don't even fucking know anymore. Exactly. I don't even know anymore. But a I, game's a game and if it's worth I don't know it. if it's I don't know if it's <coughs> are we if I think of every triple A game that I know, the difference between that game and a double A is one aesthetics. Mm-hmm. The appearance of it. Yeah. Two. Story. Yes. It is a linear, well crafted story. Yeah. Is that is that the ingredients for AAA? A well crafted narrative, a linear, well crafted narrative, and stunning fucking four K sixty frames a second visuals, or I don't know. High def. HD with HDR10 and uh, a consistent solid 30 frames. I don't know, whatever the fuck the benchmark was for graphical fidelity at the time. Take Warzone out of the Call of Duty yeah. package and just, just Warzone by itself. What is that? Uh, free to play Battle Royale. No, but what is it? Triple A? Because of its lineage? Or is it double A? Because of... I don't even think I don't even think you got it. Attribute an A rating against a free to play game, because mm-hmm. what's Fortnite? What would you class? What would you consider Fortnite? Exactly. That this is the this is the thing. I'm kind of yeah. Now right. that's I a think, good point. That is a very I think good you're point. right about the narrative and things like AAA games, like God of yeah. War, clearly a AAA game. Yeah. Um, the Last of Us. Last of Us, clearly a AAA game. Yeah. Um, Spider Man, well, not Miles Morales, but Spi- Spider Spider Man, yeah, yeah. Game. But Halo. AAA. Yeah. But you pull the multiplayer, free to play option things out, like Fortnite and things like that. I mean, arguably, what is it? Because the narrative is. I was going to say, by numbers. By numbers. By numbers and by cash, 
cold hard cash earned, Fortnite and Warzone <laughs> probably outstrip most of the AAAs. What's Minecraft? Minecraft. Can you say that's a fucking... Minecraft has zero linear story and also is blocks. It's not... The, the, this, this, the, but it's a behemoth. I, oh, you fucking! You've boiled know, my know, head with this. But this, what my point I was getting at with this is that you're right about you know there's a there's a thing about you know the development costs and the lineage and what's put behind it. Yeah. But you know there are games that are dub, double A. Yeah. Let's call them, which are just phenomenal games to play. Yeah. There are games yeah, that yeah. are A single A, are phenomenal games to play. Agreed. And you know this this A double A things are the, these barriers we've, we've put on it A's, A's, the, A's the real fucking kick in the dick we can't figure out what a triple A is and quadruple A is on the way exactly. allegedly from what, Xbox what is that because increasingly I think double A triple A games are becoming unsustainable yeah the cost of which they to make because you're making movies you interactive are interactive movies you're making a fully interactive you know, movie voice casts narratives direction you know all these things they have to recoup the cost. But then, so you say that voice cast, right? When talking about Triple A, we have seen two games in the last month that we know, like Twelve Seconds, has got like Willem Dafoe, James McAvoy, like fucking heavy hitters in Hollywood. Yep. And they're in a game called, which is essentially a fucking roguelite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even fucking know anymore. So I don't even know anymore. We, My head bamboozled. The point I was getting with that article was yeah. in the short term when triple A's aren't coming out at yeah. the moment because you can't get them out, double A's will become the cash cow for yeah. things. So there's going to be a lot of content. Not necessarily all of it's going to be good. Yeah. But I think in the short term, we're going to see more double A games come along. Yeah. What you need to do is you need to find the balance between Game Pass launching double A's like, exclusively like The Ascent uh, and... Ori. Is Ori double A? Is Ori triple A? Who knows? That's again not exclusive because that's is, on another platform. The, this is where the indies come from and try yeah. to circumvent this double A, triple A thing. You need to find the difference between your Game Pass, which has these exclusive titles which are launching monthly at this point, which are the likes of we've we we've saw them in these press conferences for fucking months now. And the flip side of that is the Switch Nintendo eShop. Mm-hmm. Which is just every day, thirty to forty <laughs> shovelware shit games mm-hmm. thrown onto that platform, which is I don't know, uh, Cooking Mama by another name, or fucking Shovel Knight by another name, and it's just dross, dross, and it's like another another uh, storefront that suffers with that problem, iOS and Android stores. The the lion share. If you if you say yeah. the word gamer, and then you encompass everybody who plays games on any device as a gamer, the lion share of that unfortunately is people playing games on smartphones, and it's like Candy Crush and shit like that. But if you've got if you've got all these people on iOS and Android, and there's a shovelware on there, and that store's barely fucking usable at times, Nintendo Switch. Just shovelware, people trying to get a quick book, or just enough to keep the fucking lights on, some of the games that they're putting on there. But then the, the flip side of that is Game Pass, 
which is thus far not been tarnished by shovelware shit. I've seen a couple of them. Let Game Pass. Let's. What was it? Let's roulette. Roulette play. Roulette Game Pass roulette play, which was the feature that we were gonna do. The first one I pulled was Wilmot's Warehouse. <laughs> that is the exception that proves the rule. <laughs> no, so it's I don't know. It's it. it the, there's a discussion to be had there on. Do we need to redefine what the boundaries are between single, double, yeah. indie, single A, double A, triple A, and what yeah. the fuck a quadruple A is? Um, um, what is the motivations behind this? Is it you know, obviously making money, mm. and surviving is, is a big thing, but is yeah. it just a right? We can churn out some double A games with this studio involved. Get a or, studio who is who has proven that they are uh, exceptional yeah. in that realm. Because I don't know if you played Streets of Rage four. Brilliant fucking game. Exactly, but is the other thing is like have they have they been a bit more savvy and recognised? If we don't buy them, Xbox will. Maybe no. <laughs> nostalgia games sell. Uh-huh. If they want to remake some more retro games, you know, Streets of Rage, T- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. There's so many more retro games in there. Battle Toads got redone. Just re just to redo that. It's like it's like um, the other ones like Destroy All Humans. Yeah. THQ Nordic. THQ Nordic. Yeah, yeah. It's the same kind of approach. It's the same mentality. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Um, I've got one thing that I want to cool. touch on. because I know we're, was cleared, actually, by that one. We're so. cruising here. We're cruising straight past the hour mark. But there was um, apparently a leak of PSVR 2 details from the YouTube channel PSVR Without Parole. Uh, they purport to have new information about the next-gen virtual reality hardware for PS5. Again, this article is on... I found it on a couple of websites, but because I'm already on Kotaku, I'll just read it from here. PSVR Without Parole, which is the YouTube channel, claims to source fresh information from a private conference Sony held on Tuesday for prospective PSVR 2 developers. Um getting into some of the details psvr 2's display will have a resolution of 2000 by 240 per eye which is actually uh slightly edging out the oculus quest 2 which is the as it stands the most popular vr headset on the market by sales numbers um psvr without parole also suggested the screen will utilize oled display technology supporting hdr uh, given a lot more vibrancy, so blacker blacks, um, whiter whites, uh, touting a greater brightness than the Quest 2, which is non-HDR LCD. Uh, the new kit will supposedly feature a 110 degree field of view, up to 10 degrees uh, better than the original PSVR, and around 20 better than the Oculus Quest 2. The wide field of view will be accomplished in part via Fresnel lenses. So allegedly these Fresnel lenses already are fitted on the Quest, but there's some issues surrounding glare and god rays on the Quest. I, I don't have a Quest. I've been tempted several times. <laughs> yeah. Several times. with um, Resident Evil. Resident yeah. Evil 4 uh, and also the Vader Chronicles, the Star Wars Vader stuff. Uh, that was one. And I found myself on Very several times wondering well i'll just buy it but i'll pay for it a little bit by a little bit i'll just i'll just put this on tick i'll get a quest 2 on tick um play, be able to play in beat saber daily would uh, it would literally pay for itself if i was playing beat saber every day on that fucking thing 
Um, PSVR 2 uh, will also feature another new technology called Flexible Scaling Resolution, which concentrates the rendering resources on the player's area of focus to reduce further load on the PS5 hardware. That is new technology altogether. That is, if anybody is a nerd and you like getting into the fucking weeds on how uh, specific game engines work, when Kojima was looking for an engine for Death Strand and there was a lot of videos released, when he finally chose uh, Gorilla's, what's the engine? What's Gorilla's engine called? I can't remember what, what the, the engine that Gorilla Games uses. They built it. And they use it for Horizon. Johnny will find what that engine's called. Uh, when Kojima chose that, he did a, there was a, like a full series of videos celebrating that Kojima had chosen the Decima. What, Decima engine. That's the one. And then it showed you why. And the Decima engine reduces load by not unlike... So fans of Metal Gear Solid, right? When you look on your mini-map on Metal Gear Solid and all your enemies have a canonical field of view and you can see it on your on your, your mini map so you don't want to enter their field of view what the decimal engine does is take your player character as uh, the the enemy if you like the uh, the metal gear solid enemy the canonical field of view it puts all of the processing power into that canonical field of view it doesn't build the full world and let you run around in it it builds the canonical field of view. The line of sight. Basically. The line of sight. And as you turn, it'll then stop putting resource into the area you're not looking at and focus resource on the area you are looking at, which is very fucking clever. Yeah, if you're a nerd, a, if you're like a the, nerd the, like the, me. The world doesn't exist behind yeah, you the world, look at it. Exactly. The world, the world behind you is bare bones. Bare bones, probably grids. And until you look at it, it doesn't populate in that canonical field of view from your player. Um, so this flexible scaling resolution is essentially that by another name. Concentrates the rendering resources on the player's area of focus. There's something else in this article as well. Uh, I don't know if I've skimmed past it, but uh, allegedly haptic feedback um, r- via some rotary motors. Also going to be uh, eye tracking, which is a feature that is... Uh, already in some VR headsets it tracks where your eyes are looking uh, the controllers which I said from the fucking start needed thumbsticks it's going to be able to have haptic tracking of your thumb index and middle fingers even if they're not on the buttons which is impressive mm-hmm. uh, and there was something else that was um, of there, there it's there some of the most interesting tidbits uh, they claim that Sony is looking to move away from VR experiences. And the one that's referenced here is the Batman Arkham VR, which, to be honest, I fucking loved. I absolutely loved Batman experience. VR. But it isn't a Batman game. It is an experience. You are essentially doing a detective mode in different scenes. In the, but it was still cool as fuck. But Sony want to get away from those experiences, which were arguably the selling point for the original PSVR. And they want to focus on console quality AAA games. And when you've got st- studios like fucking uh, London Studio who do Blood and Truth. Mm-hmm. When you've got studios like that on your books who can do that in VR. I don't know if, I don't know if you play, did you play Blood and Truth? Oh. No. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> 
Sony said it thinks the best way to accomplish is to create hybrid games that support conventional displays and VR, essentially RE7. Um, Hitman. Hitman, correct. Yeah, Hitman was another one. So I just wanted to chuck that in there. Um, PSVR 2, more more rumours coming out around it. Be um, interesting to see how, because that, that's a lot of information to say from a what's supposed to be a closed conference. Yeah. So it'll be interesting what is denied. So I don't think they've denied anything. They just haven't acknowledged anything. Have no, they? they haven't acknowledged anything. Allegedly, this whole report was um, also corroborated by Upload VR. Not just PSVR with uh, PSVR without parole. So it'd be in- be interesting so, to see what comes from a, the next day of play. Let's say. Yeah. On this. Aye. Yeah. It uh, as somebody who had a fucking great time, can I just say, with PSVR one, and I would still be having a fucking great time on PSVR if I hadn't moved house and I got bundled up into a box somewhere and now it's in the loft <laughs> I'd still be playing it now because I'll fucking love Beat Saber um, it, just a fucking just a great little headset it's not going away as a, as no, a medium it which isn't. I thought it might you did I really thought you it did. might um, but you know, obviously not no I'm uh, Johnny that's that's all I had for you. I believe you said your docket was also clear. My docket's clear. I've looked on my... my. Have you been in the dirt, dirt sheets? And I haven't seen anything. That I'm saying... This, you love to see it. Trending in video games. Xbox Game Pass. You absolutely fucking love yeah. to see it. Also trending in the United Kingdom is the Rift Tour. Uh, the Ariana Grande Rift Tour. Um, I haven't watched... I haven't been a part of the Rift Tour yet. But if you're... Uh, <laughs> if you if you know what Fortnite does with its things of like fucking Travis Scott, uh, Post Malone, these big old fucking music events in Fortnite, then Ariana Grande is the next one. Um, depending on where you are, you can book a ticket to watch. It's free. Don't know what you're gonna have to pay for it or not. But yeah, you get to watch Ariana Grande do a live. Well, not live, but you get to watch an Ariana Grande gig in Fortnite. So that's uh. Yet another one. I'll tell you a game I try to play, Johnny. I try to play Splitgate. Could oh, yeah. I fuck get in there? <laughs> you in the queue? Them servers. I was in the fucking endless queue. I thought I was going to die in that queue at one point. So that's I, unfortunate. I, I did see a meme on, on Twitter you know, from Interstellar. Like, one day here or one hour here is so many years back. And I'm not back in the, <laughs> all right, we'll wait for the queue here then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I still haven't tried that split yet, like, but it's uh, it's setting the world ablaze mm. for for a very mm. small dev team. Exactly, there seems to be a, a Halo meets Portal. Loud noises coming out. Yeah, it seems loud to be making noise. a lot of noise in a lot of right places. Do you want to should we wrap that up there, John Boy? Let's wrap it. Uh, boys and girls, this has been Franchise Buys Games, your weekly game news podcast. That's been nice guy Johnny. Au revoir. And I have been titular protagonist, old franchise. We are available on Apple Podcasts and other podcatchers should you choose to be using an android device do us a favor if you've enjoyed what's happened here if you're new or if you're an og lifer jump on over to apple podcasts or your podcatcher of choice and leave us one of them glowing five star reviews just uh it essentially it just butters the algorithm up a bit and edges our bets hedges our bets on becoming the first best gaming news number podcast one. <laughs> number one number one uh, I doubt we'll get there, but I would very much like it if we were included in the conversation, even if we never get there. 
we are available on the socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Search for The Franchise, P-H-R-A-N-C-H-I-Z-E, or Nice Guy Johnny. You will find us there. Um, Twitch.tv slash The Franchise, Sunday, Monday, and Wednesday. Play a lot of Fortnite at the minute because essentially there's nothing else worth playing apart from Apex. Apex might be uh, finding its way into the old rotation we shall see we shall see and uh, that's about it so boys and girls until next time laters say bye johnny bunwe okay panthers <laughs>